Hey friends, welcome to Boca, a podcast exploring the ever-blurring lines between the personal and business lives of professional photographers. This is your host, Nathan Holritz, and I'm happy that you can join me today in connecting with photographers and entrepreneurs as we discuss photography, business, and oh yeah, that sometimes messy thing that we call life. This podcast is brought to you by Photographer's Edit, custom image editing for the wedding and portrait photographer. Just visit photographersedit.com. All right, Boca Podcast listeners, thanks so much for joining us today. And I'm here with my friend, Tim Hussey. Thank you so much for making time for the Boca Podcast community, Tim. Oh, my pleasure. I'm so excited. Uh, This is great. Good morning. Good morning to you. And uh, I'm excited for this as well, largely because you're just easy to talk to. You make my job easy. I love the kind of passion. (laughs) And uh, I think the word that I used was mischievous uh, nature that, that you carry about yourself. Where does that even come from? Uh, that is a really great question. In my life, I have found that I love to have fun with everything. Uh, I don't know if you've seen uh, the classic movie, Mary Poppins, but for sure, (laughs) you know, when she uh, is with the kids and she's like, you know, for every job that must be done, there's an element of fun. When you find the fun, boom, the job's a game. And I feel like (laughs) that couldn't be more true in my life. I just, I always look for pretty much the fun in everything and the best in everybody. So it's just, it's just fun. I love it. Oh, I, I, and it's, and it's contagious. I mean, I, <laughs> it, when I see you at a, at a conference, we've been, I think we both did United the last couple of years in a row yeah. and um, the, the energy that you exude and, and maintain kind of throughout and, and then certainly carry on stage and elsewhere is uh, I, I'm even envious of it, but where do you think that even comes from? I mean, is, is there some, there's a, a particular experience that you had or a series of experiences you had in your life that kind of encouraged that or, or where do you think it comes from? Oh, well, I mean, number one, it definitely helps that I'm an extrovert. I, I recharge around people. So, you know, as I work on Pixify and other things, I am, you know, alone all day in my office. So when I get to be around people, I'm like, it, it just, it's so life-giving to me. And I would definitely say that in high school, it definitely helped. I um, was involved in choir and band and um, acting. And it's just, I don't know, I I, uh, developed a love for being on stage and talking in front of people, but also to people. And that definitely helped form kind of who I am now. Well, and I'm sure ultimately, I've I've experienced this even as um, somebody who is not probably what one would normally categorize as an extrovert. (laughs) <laughs> um, when I do make a little bit of an extra effort and exude energy on my part, the response to that is ultimately invigorating. People respond to that kind of energy, and I'm sure you've experienced that. You spoke to the the notion of working on your own, too, and the contrast between that environment and actually being in and around people or with with people. And there is a certain loneliness that we've talked about here on the Book of Podcasts <laughs> before that comes with being a business owner, a sole proprietor. And I'm constantly reminded these days of the importance of getting out and connecting with community photographers or otherwise. We certainly, you and I had a great experience at the the recent United conference, but even if it's just meeting for for coffee with somebody uh, in the local community or, you know, calling a friend up actually on the phone as opposed to text messaging and and having a real (laughs) conversation, those things make all the difference in the world. And it's always good to be reminded of the importance of that, not only for our personal lives and our personal health, but also for the sake of our business in the long run too. So anyway, thanks for sharing that with us. And and, and thank you for making time for the Boca podcast today. We normally start out with uh, what I call the aha moment. And I'm curious what this would be for you. If there was a particular turning point 
uh, in your life as an entrepreneur, as a business owner, where there's, you know, the light bulb came on and you, and, and you realized a, a particular idea, a concept that you were then able to apply to your business that made a big difference. What would that aha moment be? I've actually had multiple aha moments just in my journey. The first aha moment that kind of sparked this whole journey that I'm on now was when my wife and I got married in 2006. I was a software developer for, you know, a couple different companies. Okay. And so photography was not even on my radar. It was like not even I'd taken like, you know, a class in high school, film photography and stuff like that. And I loved it, but you know, it wasn't like on my 5-year goals, 10-year goals, you know, it was not on my life plan. And after um, seeing our wedding photographer and interacting with them and um, it just, it sparked like something. I mean, I was like, I want to try that. Like, I really want to do that. That just looks like so much fun. And did you have a creative background prior to that? Or was this just kind of a, a, an epiphany that you're like, oh man, I want to try something like that. Exactly. Yeah. And then, you know, I, I had messed with, you know, I, I sing and I act and stuff like that, but never like this, like, like photography. And yeah. so somehow I convinced my wife to let me buy a camera. That was a, a challenge because she's like, uh, you're a software developer. You're a coder. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> what was your first camera? Actually, it was the Nikon D80. And yes. the only reason I chose it was I was like, well, she's not going to let me spend a ton on this whim of me trying this. So I just got it. Uh, as a like a little kit on eBay and uh, then um, practiced a whole bunch and learned how to to work with it and found out of this program called Lightroom 1.0. I was like, whoa, this is really cool. Uh, <laughs> you know, and and so put out an ad on Craigslist and I was like, yo, I'll do 10 free weddings to build up a portfolio. And it just exploded from there. It was crazy. And then that kind of catapulted my second aha moment, which was um, wow, this is really creative and really fun. And I am not organized at all. <laughs> like, not at all. So I was like, oh, well, I'm a software developer. Why don't I just build like a little system for myself? Ah. And, you know, just be like, you know, just something small and uh, showed it to a few photographer friends after I had, you know, built some of the core features in it. And they were like, yo, Tim, we want to use this. And I was like, oh, oh, a light bulb. You know, like, why don't I you know, refactor this and, and, you know, turn it into something that other people can use. And, you know, a couple months later, and then a year or two later, after really working on it, 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 it became Pixify. It was, it was crazy, like just totally crazy. Well, those, and we're going to actually get into to more details about Pixify, particularly for those yeah. who don't know anything about it. We'll, we'll talk a little bit more about that in just a bit. But uh, I love the point that you made about the realization that you needed to actually be organized because it's, it's one thing as photographers, and I certainly experienced this myself. You know, I, I kind of picked up photography on a whim as well. Um, in fact, the reason I did had little to do actually with the, or not as much to do with the creative aspect as much as I just love the idea of being able to spend a lot of money on a camera, on a cool camera. <laughs> that, yes. Tech nerds unite. <laughs> and, totally. and that was certainly faster than the, uh, you know, the cheap SLR that I had at the time. But, um, you realize it's not at the end of the day, it's not just about taking an image or creating an image or um, about being an artist. While those things are all great, if we're going to actually run a sustainable business, you have to be organized. You have to implement systems. And uh, that's where this idea for Pixify came. And, and so we're going to get into that here in just a little bit. But before we do that, tell us a little bit more about you, because um, your, your background is, is kind of fascinating to me. You're talking about acting and, and singing as well. And I've certainly had the wonderful opportunity to hear you <laughs> sing at, at, I think, more than one conference now. Uh, but tell us a little bit about you, about your wife, your kids, and, and maybe a bit of what you like to do with your free time. Oh, yeah, yeah. Cool, cool, cool. So uh, 
I am me. I'm Tim Hussey. I live here on the East Coast in New Jersey. And I, yeah, I, I love to sing. I sing once or twice a month at my church. So that's, that's a great outlet for me. Yeah. I, uh, my wife and I have been married for almost 12 years, which is just crazy. I don't even know how that, that happened. Awesome. <laughs> how did you guys meet originally? Oh, oh, it, it's, it's crazy. And I don't want to take up too much time because it's a, it's a crazy story. But we both met at a church neither of us attended. Okay. And I was a wingman for my friend who wanted to meet a, you know, his friend that he had been talking to online for like three years, but they had never met in person. Good old uh, AOL instant messenger back in the day. Oh, yeah. And she was her wing girl. And so this was the first time they were meeting. And needless to say, they didn't hit it off at all. Like, <laughs> not at all. I don't think they even talked after that. Oh, and no. Alicia and I just totally hit it off. And, and, when we hugged goodbye at the end of the night, I literally thought, oh my gosh, like I'm never going to see her again. And I never got her number, her screen name, you know, whatever. I, her I no screen idea. name. I love I it. Know, it's <laughs> totally dating me, you know, but, um, but yeah, like I was like, what the heck? Like, I can't believe it. And I don't, I didn't know how to get in contact with the girl that he had been chatting with to at least try and, you know, find out who she was. But yeah. the next night at an Applebee's, I was coming out of the bathroom and there she was at a table. And I was like, oh, my gosh. And I went right over and <laughs> the rest is history. Like, really? That's wild. That's so cool. So is it one of those stories like you, you sat down at the, at the table there at Applebee's and chatted until the place closed down kind of thing? Almost. Yep. Mm -hmm. And uh, <laughs> uh, just just crazy. That's like, so cool. Now, you, you, you've been married for 12 years and you also have three kids. Is that right? Yes, yes. I have uh, Landon, the eight-year-old, Emmy, six, and Natalie, four. So our hands are busy. Wow. Woo. I yes. can imagine. And and they're, are they all in school at this point? Uh, yeah, Natalie's in preschool. So she has like a little half day, but the other two are in uh, full day school. And it's it's fun and crazy. And crazy. Yeah, yeah no, I totally, totally get that. <laughs> so what like what does an evening look like at the Hussey household? What is it? Is it mass chaos? Is it organized chaos? Is it just absolutely perfection? Quiet? No crazy? <laughs> it, it is absolute serenity. Every night we sit by the fire. No, it's crazy. It's fun and it's crazy. And um, there are some nights where the kids are just happy to just chill out on iPads and uh, don't don't judge me. Don't judge me. Uh, but then there's other nights that, you know, we'll watch movies together and read books and, you know, all that fun stuff or, or just wrestle and um, – but, oh man, reading books is so fun. So, do you, do you read like do you pick a, uh, a book out and read to them, or what does that look like? Oh yeah, and of you know, as you know me, I I am crazy. So of course I have to read it in silly voices and like, you know get all into it. And they they love it. They they're always like, please read more. And I'm like, it's bedtime. Like it's bedtime. We have to go to bed. Oh uh, man, uh, soak that up because I I hit a stage and it's been a few years back now, unfortunately. But I love reading to my kids. In fact, I'd still do it if I could. But I hit a stage where Austin, I guess, was thinking too fast for the speed that I was reading and <laughs> was kind of getting bored. And then Addison, I said, well, you know, I'll just read to you. And, and she's like, no, I, I want to do it with Austin. And, and so the, the whole reading to them thing went away. And I so missed that. It's one of the, oh, one of the best memories that I have from my childhood, my dad reading to us. And I loved doing that with them. And we went through various books and, and even, a, I think, at least part of a series and um, I know there's just something so intimate about being in the quiet there and being together and sharing in, in this, this story. Uh, I think it's beautiful. So take advantage while you can. 
Yes. Yes. Thank you. And, and you're right. It, there's something so special about it. You know, everyone all snuggled up while I read, uh, like right now we're reading through a bunch of Junie B. Jones books, which are yeah. just hilarious. So they're just cracking up. And yeah, I, I hope it's something that they'll treasure when they're older, just saying, oh, remember when daddy used to read to us? So yeah, I love it. Did you ever read the Indian in the Cupboard series? Uh, as a kid, I did. Yeah, yeah. I haven't read it to them yet. But. Oh man, that was one of the fun ones that we got into. I really enjoyed that. There's ah, so awesome. many of those that are so great. Another one's um, uh, 21 Balloons. Did you ever read that Ooh, growing up? No. I'm going to add that to my list. Highly recommend it. Yeah, it's so much fun. Such a great story. So what do you guys like to do then with your free time? Like if you have some time off in the weekend, and I know you're really busy, and we're going to talk more about Pixify here in just a second, but um, yeah. if, if you're able to create free time for yourselves, what, what does that look like? I mean, time that you might spend with your wife or with your kids or both, or maybe even just a little bit of quiet for yourself. Yeah. So, and uh, I'm so glad that you said that at the end because I am a big, and I never used to be, I'm a big proponent of self-care. Um, at the, in the beginning stages of Pixify, and I'm only going to talk about Pixify just to tell you about my crazy schedule, but sure. I was working a day job for the software uh, company, shooting weddings on the side and building Pixify and running it. So needless to say, that's why I have no hair now. <laughs> <laughs> I was just, you know, pushing the limits of how hard you should push and and I paid for it dearly hmm. and I can't remember what the light bulb moment was in that but it was some something I heard or something someone said and you know they were like you know you really need to watch yourself and you know take care of yourself because at the end of the day you will burn out and everything will fall apart you know like you can only <laughs> continue this pace until you just explode and you're done oh yeah and so now i'm a big 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 proponent of self-care and so free time is spent with the kids my wife but also i go and see movies at, at least one night a week just to clear my head and that's like a good healthy fix for me you know a good way to de-stress and kind of recharge and uh, now with the advent of MoviePass, I don't know if you've ever... I have heard of it. It's, it's amazing. It's incredible. Because, you know, I was spending a lot of money going to see all these movies. And now it's <laughs> even more feasible. So Right. Well, and for those of you listening in who don't know what MoviePass is, if I, if I can sum it up accurately, it's essentially yeah. Netflix for movie going, right? You, you pay a flat rate each month and can go to as many as you want. Yeah, one per day. And so that's 30 movies for like eight bucks a month. It's, it's insane. It's insane. <laughs> that is wild. Okay, so to give us a, a good movie or two that you've seen recently that you'd recommend. Oh, uh, oh gosh. Um, the Mountain Between Us, I just saw the other day with my wife. Um, that was a good chick flickish kind of movie. That was good. And tonight I'm going to see, of course, Star Wars. Of, of course. course. So, so pumped about that. A little nerdy, but I, I love well, it. No, I already scheduled. I, I bought tickets actually last night for myself, my kids nice. and their friends as well. We're going to go. We're actually not going to go until Saturday, um, but, but definitely looking forward to seeing it. It's going to be a lot of fun. Oh my gosh, I can't wait. Ah, can't wait. So amidst your busy schedule, how do you, is, is there a particular tool or technique or otherwise that you use to kind of create some of that free time? Because I, I know even personally, despite being this person who is constantly you know, pushing this idea of creating freedom for yourself as a business owner, I still find myself overwhelmed and I have to be very conscientious and proactive in making that free time. How do you do that? Yeah, well, I, I actually use, it's the, the uh, old phrase, you eat your own dog food. I actually use um, Pixify to stay organized. Okay. And the, I would say the biggest thing that freed up 
my my time was setting actual work hours, like hours of operation. Because before I would I would literally work until I you know collapsed till like one or two in the in the morning, and it was just it's not sustainable. You know, it's not sustainable, and everything in my life kind of paid dearly. You know, I was uber focused, but you know, my, my marriage, my kids, you know, all that just kind of took a backseat. And yeah. so setting a, a literal nine to five was the hardest thing I've ever had to do, literally, especially because I enjoy my work. But, um, you know, setting those boundaries, like healthy boundaries are so important. Oh man, but, it's so true. Oh, it's so hard. It's so hard, especially when you're, you're nearing five o'clock and there's, you're, you're kind of in a good groove and there's still so much more work to do because there's always work to do. And, and just being disciplined to say, you know what, like I need to stop and I need to, you know, go do something else or spend time with my family or go eat dinner or, you know, whatever it is, but finding that, that healthy balance and, and maybe nine to five won't work for everyone, but at least, you know, trying to set those boundaries. Ah, I have learned the hard way how important that really is. And so that's kind of. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. No, no, I was just going to say, how do you, I mean, it's one thing to say, okay, nine to five, which I'm a huge proponent of setting those, those work hours, but how do you then make sure to stick with that? I mean, are you creating accountability with your family and saying, Hey, look, this is, these are my hours and I promise this is what I'm going to do. Or are you just naturally that disciplined? No, I'm not. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for asking that question. Cause no, I'm not. And, And, and I've, I've had to, like you said, just set up that accountability with my wife and, you know, she knows, you know, like on days when I come out at like five thirty, she knows that it, it's probably for a very good reason. You know, I'm usually someone asks a really important question or has a problem or, you know, whatever it may be. Um, but you know, she'll even send me the text. Hey, <laughs> how you doing? You, uh, you coming out soon? So yeah. it's good. And I've, and I've given her that, that right to be able to, you know, to do that so that, you know, keep me, keep me on, on, uh, on track. No, that's good. It's something you're doing together. So it's not nagging. It's, it's just no, a, a accountability that, that you've asked for. I think that's, I think that's really healthy. That's really wonderful. And, and, you know, we've, we've spoken to this idea before on the podcast, but it's at the, at the, well, at the end of the day, beginning of the day for that matter, but at the end of the day, it's really just simple proactivity and creating parameters or creating boundaries or making a decision to create that free time, the separation between, um, work and personal life. And it's, it's absolutely necessary. And, and there doesn't have to be any fancy tool to make that happen. You just got to do it at the end of the day. And, and so this is a really wonderful example. Now, I actually want to get back into, I mean, we're talking about the notion of systems, whether it's with how you manage your time or all of the things that you have to do on your to-do list. And so this is a natural segue into talking about Pixify. But I, I'd love for you to paint a picture for us, what it looked like as a photographer who realized, all right, I got to put some systems in place. What, what did the beginning stages of Pixify look like before it even officially became Pixify? Oh, yeah. So it was, you know, I was, I was using Excel spreadsheets and um, writing down sticky notes and like all these things. And I was like, this, this, this is not going to work. I'm going to end up forgetting a wedding or, you know, not show up or, you know, whatever. And so I was like, all right, well, at the core of what I need to keep track of, I need to keep track of my clients' information, the events, and and invoices. Like at the core, you know, I was still doing contracts as like PDFs and having them mail it back, and, yeah, you know, all that, all that stuff. At, at the, you know, at the very beginning, but um, I knew like I need to have all of their information and all of the event information, and you know, be able to see like 
you know, I don't want to have to guess, like, have they paid everything, you know, in time? And, and have I gotten all the money for this wedding? So that was like the first three parts that I started. And how many weddings were you shooting at that point? Like, what, what was your, what was the workload looking like? Oh, gosh, I think I capped out at about 20 weddings a year, which was just insane for doing my day job plus building pixel. Oh, like my it, word, absolutely. It was, it was too much. It was, it was too much, but... You know, since then, I, you know, kind of would get really excited about booking and then be like, oh, wait, wait, what am I doing? Like, <laughs> I don't want to kill myself. So. So what were the what were some of the say the two or three biggest systems that you implemented right away as you're developing this software? I'm just trying to think, you know, just from a um, kind of philosophical, uh, philosophical or, or even workflow standpoint um, yeah. for those photographers who are listening in and they're like, okay, what is the value of something like Pixify? I've got a system or at least a loose system in place right now. I've got my sticky notes. I've got my, I'm glad you mentioned Excel spreadsheets. I'm amazed in 2017, how much people still use that piece of software. I mean, it's <laughs> it, no, no question. It's powerful. But there are pieces of software dedicated to specific types of workflows, whether it's financial management or studio management or otherwise. And I, I get the flexibility that comes with a piece of software like that. But dedicated software, I think, is so much more efficient in the end. Oh, my gosh. Um, Absolutely. And, and think about it. If your Excel spreadsheet got deleted or corrupted, all of that data that you've been storing, it, it's gone. Like, you have right. nothing to show for it. So, um, yeah. And, and so... The, the value that Pixify brings is it's not just like a calendar and uh, a contact book and, or, and a task list and, and an invoicing system. Like it's, it's marrying all of these amazing things into one system. So you can not only track your leads and your clients and your events, um, you can sign digital contracts and have people pay online. There's a huge proposal system where you can send them one link and they can choose their package, fill out their information, sign a contract and pay all from one link, which is just beautiful. There's no back and forth like, what would you like? And and let me upsell you on this because it can do it all for you. And there's no mailing or you know emailing them a PDF or, or Word doc and having them print it out, sign it and mail it back. You know, there's no waiting on checks to be mailed. Um, it's it's a there's a whole like event booking system there's a whole money management system uh, a huge workflow system where you can generate tasks and automatic emails and automatic questionnaires like it it basically lets once you set it up you can run your business on autopilot and and the thing that i'd like to kind of stress to other people i'm not trying i'm trying not to say sound salesy but <laughs> go for it man. you know yeah like the thing i try to stress to people is as a business owner, once things kind of scale up and it's easy to manage one, two or three clients at a time, but when you're booking 10, 20 or more clients without a system, you can't give them all the same experience. Right. If you know what I mean, it's just not, unless you have other people helping you, but by yourself, you just, you can't give them the same experience. But with, with Pixify, like you can, once it's all set up and automated, Everyone is getting the exact same experience, the same emails, the same questionnaires, and it's all based on, you know, when they book or when their event date is or, or whatever. Like, you know, once you develop your workflow, boom, it's just, it's, it's all systematized and, and everyone gets the same experience and your clients are happy, you're happy, you're getting paid on time and 
it's it's perfect. Like it's it's not perfect, but it's <laughs> but it's pretty it's pretty great, no question. <laughs> but you know, something else interesting I think that we should note here is I mean, consistency in the experience from client to client is is pretty important. But some ph- photographers might argue, well, I I'm a you know I'm a boutique studio. I want to give a more individual experience to each client. The important thing about using a system like Pixify. And, and by the way, you're not paying me to say any of this stuff. We're just having a conversation <laughs> here. But I'm just thinking from a, a, from a workflow standpoint, um, at, at the importance of a system like Pixify is that it, it frees you up to actually create more to customize more if, if that's the need. You know, the, the, one of the conversations that I have uh, with photographers and one of the things I hear most commonly when it comes to outsourcing editing and, and with photographers edit is the idea of giving up that editing translates to giving up control, you know, control altogether. Well, I, I can no longer baby my images or customize my images. It's not going to reflect my style. And we, we actually specialize in customizing um, the, or matching the photographer's style. But at the end of the day, even if it means creating a baseline, a consistent baseline, which is we're handling that busy work of editing for you. So then it then gives you um, a, a launching point, if you will, to, to further customize for the sake of the client. We can. Similar idea here with Pixify. If, you're, if you've got a workflow in place that is creating a consistent experience at the base level, for every one of your clients and it's handling all the busy work and all the moving parts. I think it's so important to minimize number of moving parts. If you can put all this in one (laughs) system, it then actually frees you up to be more the artist, to create a more custom uh, experience for each of those clients. Even if it's something as simple as I know that Pixify is doing the work behind the scenes so I can take my client out to, to dinner. Uh, for example. I think right. that's really important because, you know, again, a lot of photographers may argue, well, hey, I'm not McDonald's. I'm not an assembly line here. I'm, I actually want to offer a boutique experience. But what we're talking about is having a system in place that handles all the, the baseline stuff, the things that need to be accomplished for the sake of your business functioning well, and then you can take it from there. And I think that's really powerful. Absolutely. And, and another thing I'll add to that, um, when you set up these tasks in, in your workflow, um, tasks in my workflow are you know, write a handwritten card and mail it to them. Like the system won't do that for you, but the the mental energy that saves. So I don't have to remember three months from now, I need to write this thank you card or, you know, one week from now, like, you know, I've got too much going on in my head. I'm not going to remember to do that. And like you said, it's, it's not, it doesn't have to be an assembly line, uh, you know, a McDonald's, it can be whatever you want it to, to be. So creating that baseline, but then giving you that more time to then be more creative in, you know, client gifts and thank you notes and taking them out to dinner and all that, that fun stuff. At least all that mental energy is, is freed up to, to do that, that kind of thing. So absolutely. That's really cool. Now I, I'm curious. I remember uh, comments made and I won't specify the brand, but about a, a, um, a particular CRM or CSM, if you will, <laughs> um, that was geared toward photographers. Some of the comments that I heard about this particular system in the past were basically, it takes too much time or it's too involved to set up it. I don't have time to to create the time to set up a system like this. I need, I just need to get my work done. I need to take care of my clients. Um, so I'm curious, and I'm sure uh, photographers will wonder, how long does it actually take to set up a workflow and Pixify, will they be able to, to just kind of push a button and get started and, and continue taking care of their clients? What does that look like? Yeah. So, I mean, in an ideal world, they would push one button and everything would be done. But it, it, the system would have to assume too many things about how they work and sure. how they treat their clients. And one thing that I created to sort of jumpstart 
any system that you start with, it's just going to take time to learn, you know, especially with something like Pixify with how much power and flexibility it has. You know, there's, there's so many things that you could do, um, that I, um, hired a model and spent like six to eight months basically taking everything in the system and boiling it down into easy to watch videos with chapters and full text transcripts and all these really cool things to basically take someone it's called pixify academy and basically it takes them from knowing nothing about the system to at the end knowing everything and if people go through it with the videos you know pause and do it and then you know keep playing their system will be set up and the videos there's there's only three hours of videos which sounds like a lot but in three hours, you could, uh, and maybe we'll just add a little bit more extra time for pausing the videos and doing it yourself, you know, setting up a client and walking through that booking process. But um, you could have it set up in a day or two. Um, and, and, you know, people are very busy. So I would extend that even further to maybe a week. But in one week's time, if you were willing to invest one week's time of, you know, here or there setting it up. Right. It would be set up, and then now moving forward, every month, every year, it's it's just working for you, and you're saving more time. Like, who wouldn't want to invest that little bit of time to net something life giving, you know, freeing? <laughs> for sure. Well, and I think part of the issue and in, in this onboarding experience that I heard about this other company it was probably just confusion. Was was part of the biggest issue, right? It's not just yeah. the amount of time that it takes, but confusion. And Where they, is this? How do I do this? Exactly. What is exactly. Yeah. So the fact that they have these videos that literally handhold uh, the user through the process, I think is really great. And, you know, at the end of the day, there is kind of a give and take, right? I mean, as, as much as we live in 2017, and, and this is the age of automation and, and really <laughs> simple workflows, some, some of the most um, popular systems out there, it still takes a little bit of time investment when it comes to running right. a business to put the systems in place um, necessary to ultimately help you succeed. So if it is, you know, a day's worth of really de- dedicated effort or two or three days or at the end, you know, maybe even in a week, as, as you were suggesting, that the photographer is investing in the workflow or the systems centered uh, or that are in place for their business, um, what that then translates to in the years to come uh, is is easily easily um a a, you know it's more than more than beneficial and the idea of spending a few hours uh putting that workflow in place is is um, not an issue at all so i i think it's it's important to understand kind of the long-term benefit um in comparison to maybe the minimal time investment up front and at the end of the day the the uh the payoff is massive and that's really good. Now, I'm curious, too. Of course, our users can actually go to, to Pixify. If you just go to pixifi.com, um, you can see, you can learn more about the, the details behind the system that is Pixify. But I'm curious if maybe you'd share kind of the direction that Pixify is headed, too. And, and maybe a little bit about how you guys differentiate from the other systems out there, because you're not the only, only one in the market. Can you share a little bit about that? Yeah, absolutely. So the direction we're headed, I don't want to give away... Too many details. Um, <laughs> okay. Industry trade secrets. Yeah, you know? heard here first <laughs> on the Boca podcast. <laughs> but uh, no, but um, on the roadmap, there are some really, really in, uh, awesome features coming. I don't want to say too much, but um, I will tell you that, you know, like, like you said, in, in 2017, um, things obviously changed and technology is moving super fast. And, you know, I'm just finding that 
less and less people are checking email. And so texting, the ability to text people automatically from the system is is coming very soon, which is just great because not only can you set up email templates, but now you can set up text templates and have your workflow automatically schedule it out. So, you know, say you wanted to have the system text someone, you know, an hour before their session, just saying, hey, can't wait to see you in an hour, you know, make sure that blah, 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 you know, whatever you want to say, the system will do that for you. Which, which is just, you know, awesome. I'm also working on and, and about to launch very soon this new module called a production. Okay. So there's, there's a lot of P-named uh, features yeah. in, by proposals and packages and products and, you know, all that stuff um, and pricing pages. But um, this new productions module is, is great because um, in Pixify right now, an event can belong to one client. So you know, this is Jane and John Doe's wedding. That just as an example, you can't, you know, add other people to this, this event, but with a production, it allows you to group and manage multiple events and multiple clients, multiple vendors, locations, projects, all within one area, which is great for multi-day weddings or what a lot of people asked for was they, you know, say they have a mini session and that day they have 20 mini sessions. That's 20 clients and 20 events that they have to manage. Now they can add all those um, events into one production and see, you know, at a glance, okay, these are all the things I have for this, this day. Wow. And you can batch email, batch apply workflows, batch send questionnaires all and only to those 20 people. So wow. it kind of way to just see that in, in one spot. So uh, the people who have been beta testing it are just going nuts in a oh, good way. Oh, I can way. imagine. Yeah, well, They're I mean, it, it, so. at, the, at the very base level, again, Pixify is handling tasks that are, that may even seem mundane or kind of monotonous and are frustrating and trying to, keep, yeah, trying to keep up with all that stuff. Just at a base level, the simple tasks are, it, it is difficult enough Pixify handles that. But now the idea that it's handling these kind of mass productions as, as you uh, described it or termed it, um, that's that's extremely powerful, and and most if 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 not all photographers, sole proprietors, they they couldn't imagine trying to organize all of that in their head, much less put it into an Excel spreadsheet. So Ooh, the gosh, fact yeah. that it does that for them is is really powerful. That's exciting. How would you if if you could put it in one sentence or maybe even a couple of sentences? How would you differentiate or what what would the we could even say it the the uh, brand position be for Pixify? How does that differentiate from others? Okay, so <laughs> so. I, I like to kind of use this analogy or phrase or whatever you want to call it. Some of the other players in the industry are kind of like Walmart. They're they're super cheap and they have the basic things that you need. But Pixify is like, like Target. It's like Target, you know, like it has <laughs> everything that you'll need. Plus, like I take everything like eight steps, you know, forward, more, more advanced, more customization, more flexibility, more automation. So you're not just getting, and a lot of people will sign up for Pixify and they're like, "Mm, you know, maybe it's too powerful for me. It just, it can do too much. And they'll go to one of the others and, and this has happened time and time again, they've come back, you know, within, you know, a few months of setting that other system up. And they're like, it's, they're just too simple. Like I didn't realize they think all they need are simple things. And they're like, I didn't realize like, I actually need the extra layers of automation and organization that you offer. So I'm back (laughs) and, and, you know, trying to sell something powerful and complex. Most people don't want to hear that. They want Apple, they want simple, they want sleek. And, and until they realize the limitations of, 
having only a few, you know, basic features. It's like, oh wait, you know, my my business and and doing doing the things that I want to accomplish, it actually will require, you know, more power, more flexibility, um, and more automation. And so that's that's the way I like to differentiate Pixify. You know, it may not be super simple and 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 chic and elegant, but gosh dang it, at the end of the day, you're gonna save so much flipping time and give your clients the best experience. You know, and all of them will get that same experience. Like, which would you rather have? I guess is. <laughs> yeah, well, and, and and photographers like control at the end of the day. So the the, the yeah. notion that Pixify gives them more ability to be able to customize their workflow, I think, is pretty powerful. And and something that sets you apart from many, if not most, of the other companies too is that you're you're a smaller team, um, and and a lot of this is just you. So the fact that that photographers can actually come up to you, have a conversation with you, explain their workflow and request a feature is a pretty big deal. In the scheme of things, that kind of connection that you have to the industry and to the photographers and the, the turnaround and implementing new features is, is pretty powerful. I, I love that because Pixify is literally shaped by the people who use it. Like I'm always open and, and co- like you said, I'm constantly adding and tweaking and changing and building um, to meet people's changing needs, you know, like I, I don't want to build a system just to build it. Like my, my end goal, like the whole point is to just help people stay organized and free up their time so that they can do the other things that they want to do, spend more time with their family, travel, you know, whatever, whatever that may be, whatever their end goal is, I want to help them get there. And so, like you said, like I, there's no red tape. I don't, you don't, Nothing has to be approved by a board and, and you know, <laughs> sent through seven layers of the candy cane forest. You know, yes. like it's, it's, it's me and, and I, I care about what people want and, and I build it. So I that's love it. awesome. Well, and that's a great way to, to finish our conversation. Uh, you know, ultimately, much of the Boca podcast uh, is, is what centers around conversation about how we can free up our lives as business owners. There's no question that there's a lot of hard work to do. And in some <laughs> instances, whether it's in a day or a week or a month or even a, a particular year, we may have to put in more hours than, than at other times. But there's no reason and certainly no excuse, especially with tools like Pixify around for us to let everything, what well, just let our businesses kind of run away from us and take control of us and ultimately keep us from living that free and flexible life that is possible as an entrepreneur. So I'm glad that we could highlight this tool today. Thank you for making time to share it with us and kind of the backstory too, which is always fun. Where can our <laughs> listeners find out more about Pixify online? I know we already mentioned the website, but uh, Instagram or other social media feeds, where can they find you guys? Oh yeah. Yeah. Facebook, Instagram, uh, Twitter, I don't use as much anymore, but, um, yeah, you could totally find us on the Instas and the Facebooks. <laughs> Just Pixify, P-I-X-I-F-I. That's perfect. Yes. Yeah, the Y. Some people type in Y and they get some weird random website. So It is definitely I in the end. Well, thanks, yes. Tim. Thank you so much for making time amidst your, your busy schedule for sharing with our, our community. Oh, my pleasure. And thank you so much for having me. So much fun. It's just great to talk to you. So thank you. Good deal. Thanks so much for listening to the Boca podcast today. Will you let us know what you think by leaving a review of the podcast in iTunes or maybe in the Apple podcast app? And I'd love to hear from you personally with your thoughts about the podcast, maybe suggestions about future topics and guests for the show. My direct email is nathan at photographersedit.com. The Boca podcast is brought to you by Photographers Edit, custom image editing for the wedding and portrait photographer. Just visit photographersedit.com dot com.